Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the OBR Newswire Podcast. This is your Monday, June 1st edition. I want to thank our presenting sponsor, betonline.ag, hosting many things such as the $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, opportunities to bet on the UFC, NASCAR, many more as sports start to trickle back into our lives. And they have the final dance with the podcast set up between Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges over on their YouTube channel online right now. Visit betonline.ag, use the promo code BLUEWIRE to get your new welcome bonus. Check out all that action. That's betonline.ag using the promo code BLUEWIRE your online wagering solution. Okay, we have an interesting topic today, which we're going to talk running backs and, and uh, with Jared Mueller and how, you know, the, the traditional names we've been used to, Deionis Johnson and, um, you know, Dontrell Hilliard and whether who's safe or not based on the style that Stefanski's going to bring in and whether this will all um, shake out in, in certain sort of contracts or what this team might be looking for. So I'm, I'm really fascinated in what the position group's might look like as far as the most interesting position group and and Jared will back this one up with uh um you know his discussion about running back. So let's get over to the interview with Jared Mueller. So Jared, I'm I'm going to throw this right to you man and let you have the have the floor here. Just sort of give me your I know we've talked about this a little bit ahead of time. You're going to talk a little bit about running back, but yeah, I mean, as far as is the most interesting position group, give me your reasons why. Good morning, Jake. Thanks for having me on, man. Um hope Monday is uh looking uh, good for you or positive or whatever you know we can do here at this time in such a crazy place in our world right so um you know i think the question's a good one you know what what positional group or what position is is interesting because the browns have such i mean you go across their roster and they have got so many interesting um you know, groups and players and, you know, you, the wide receivers with OBJ and Jarvis Landry and their contracts. And then Rashard Higgins is only on a one-year deal. And, you know, the tight ends, you got Njoku and Hooper. And then, you know, they, they drafted um, Bryant. And, you know, it just, you know, there's just so many things in the offensive line with Conklin and Wills moving to left tackle and Batonio and Treader being the veterans. And the, the roster is just so interesting. And obviously we've talked about it before. It's make or break with Baker Mayfield, right? Like the reality is, is that this year specifically is going to be huge for Baker Mayfield. And I think, you know, the Browns go as Baker Mayfield goes. But for me, the, the group that's not really talked about that probably is the most interesting is the running back group. And, and I know that, um, it's not the sexy group. I know it's the underdrafted group. I know it's the group of, of players where right now everybody seems replaceable in general in the NFL, right? And and the idea of paying somebody big money at that position tends to be frowned upon at this point that very few of those running backs, and I've, I think I've probably 
hit the nail on that head a few hundred times now at this point about, you know, looking at all of those different contracts, whether it be uh, Todd Gurley, uh, Freeman, <clears throat> you know, those kind of guys, McKinnon, um, and even Ezekiel Elliott and some of those guys is, is, are they worth the money? Are they able to carry the load of the team? Um, and I think what's really interesting in Cleveland is that's actually the expectation. That's the expectation, right? Like this is a, a run first offense. And so it's a run first offense and it has a, a player in Nick Chubb who is great and actually fits really well with, with the roster and with the team and with, with the setup and with the, the system. And so you have a talented running back in a system that is focused on the running backs and right now, when you look at the depth chart, you have two very, very good to great backs in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but you also have decisions coming, right? And so um, Chubb is obviously uh, expected to be the workhorse, uh, making about $2 million a year on his two on his uh, second-round contract uh, as a rookie into his third season, right? So Nick Chubb, on a four-year deal, is going into his third season making about $2 million. And then you have Kareem Hunt on that one-year um, qualifying offer uh, as a restricted free agent that he got at a little over $3 million. But he will be an unrestricted free agent. And the odds of the Browns franchise tagging or transition tagging him seems pretty minimal. And so the odds are pretty high that Kareem Hunt will be gone next year. Now, the Browns could get crazy and trade Nick Chubb on going into the final year of his contract uh, and extend Kareem Hunt. I don't see them doing that, but there is some possibility of that. And we just have to really note that, you know, that there's a chance that they see Kareem Hunt as somebody... Uh, worth building around, and and maybe they think they can get him cheaper than Nick Chubb, right? But based on the current depth chart and contracts, after the 2020 season, whatever that looks like, Kareem Hunt is gone, leaving Nick Chubb to run, you know, to be the the main back again by himself, and so he would be then going into his fourth year again as a running back uh, who spent. Uh, his career at Georgia. So he was a, uh, I believe if I remember right, he was a red shirt senior when he left. Uh, so he had a lot of uh, wear on the tires, um, all of that kind of stuff. So he'll be going into the 2021 season into his final contract year. So the question is, is does Nick Chubb, like many of the other running backs hold out? Again, it doesn't seem like that. Like he doesn't seem like that kind of player, all that kind of stuff. But money and agents and setting the market and all of that stuff, after what year we expect him to have, as long as he's healthy and they have a full season and all that stuff, Nick Chubb is going to be in line for the biggest contracts at that position. Now, will he force himself to get that? Will will that be a goal of his? Will he just want to stay in Cleveland? He seems like a great, loyal kind of dude, but but money talks. And again, the NFLPA, his agent, all of them have, have stock, have reason to push their top players to get top money because it continues to, to reset the market. And so after the 2020 season, after this upcoming year, Kareem Hunt could be gone. And Nick Chubb could be demanding a new contract, right? And we understand that. Like, at that position, they get one payday after their rookie contract. And again, we're talking relative, right? We're not talking about, 
you know, relative to us and all of us and all of those that have lost their job during this pandemic or even those that have kept their job, we're talking about a different stratosphere of money, right? When we're talking about $2 million and then $2.3 million next year. But again, it's all relative to the position and to the NFL. And so Nick Chubb gets one, most likely he's going to get one big contract and an injury in 2021 or something happening to Baker Mayfield and all the uh, defensive just loading up the box or injuries to the offensive line or whatever it is, right? It could be a million things that could affect Nick Chubb's value after what we expect to be a very good year. You could see why holding out going into the 2021 season could be on the radar. You can also see why the Browns would have some desire to get a contract done early, right? That's part of their their kind of guardrails that have been set up by Paul DePodesta is that they want to identify and pay early, right? That's something they want to do. But they also have shown, with the, at least with the linebacker group, that they they don't value the way others do, right? They, they are analytical in the way of what positional values are important and those kind of things. And so, you know, I think this next upcoming offseason is going to be so interesting for the Browns and for that that position group that Kareem Hunt's going to be an unrestricted free agent and Nick Chubb will be looking for a contract extension. And the Browns could be looking to get a contract extension done there. But then after that, Dontrell Hilliard, this offseason, will be a restricted free agent. And what do they even believe they have in him? Dearness Johnson is on the same path as Nick Chubb, except he'll be a restricted free agent uh, after the 2021 season. Again, are we really pretending like uh, we've seen enough from him to think uh, he's got a lot to give. We don't know. Brian Harrion and Benny LeMay uh, are added to that group this offseason. And so they have them for a few years. But undrafted free agent running backs, who knows? And I think that's where this all kind of comes to the head is the wide zone scheme, especially under um, Kyle Shanahan um, and his dad, have really made stars of lower and undrafted free agents. Obviously, Terrell Davis is the big one, uh, the big name everybody knows is an undrafted, or I think he was a six-rounder. Sorry, off the top of my head. Sorry, Jake. Uh, but they this is a system that has made running backs great, no matter who they are, right? Um, no matter where they were drafted, no matter what their quote-unquote talent level is, it's a system that's made the Matt Breedas of the world and the Terrell Davises of the world. Um, it's made a ton of players look great, have great numbers. And so then the question becomes is, is it the system or is it the player? And with Nick Chubb, it should be both, right? But what is he worth and what is that worth to the Browns? And when do they start to look to invest behind him? Because even if they do sign into an extension, is Dearness Johnson, Brian Harry, and Benny LeMay, who are the people behind him to, to help soften that load and what's supposed to be a run centric offense. So I know I just babbled on for almost 10 minutes, brother, my bad, but that's really like the running back group has been the group that has really been the focus of my random thoughts at times. What will that look like? I think we feel like we have good direction for the rest of the groups, right? Like if Baker Mayfield's good and they want to keep their wide receivers and the offensive line together and uh, Miles Garrett, you know, Sheldon Richardson, we don't exactly know what's going to happen. It seems like Olivier Vernon is going to be gone after this season. The defensive backs look pretty set for a little while. And then you're the linebacker group. It looks like that's just going to be a hodgepodge for a while, but it's really at the running back group that I feel like the Browns uh, have a difficult decision to make. They have a great running back, 
They have a system set up that running backs are important or having a good running game is important, but they also have a system where undrafted free agents and lower level drafted players tend to play well. So um, my long winded answer, Jake, is running back is really the most interesting group on the team for me uh, as we look forward, as we project, as we hope that we have a season starting soon and an offseason starting before that, um, I'm really intrigued moving forward at what and how the Browns deal with running backs, given their analytics, positional value, and the great player they currently have in Nick Chubb, and what they have in Kareem Hunt going into his probably last year with the Browns. So that's my long answer, brother. I hope you have a good Monday, and I'd love to just kind of hear your thoughts on those running backs. As much as the running back position to me is, is is full of certainty, Jared, it's also full of a lot of questions, like you said. Uh, I What particularly draws my eye is not so much the argument over Nick Chubb and what his next contract could or could not look like as he may or may not be a member of the Browns. If he keeps dominating, you know, there are teams that are forced to give contracts to running backs because they're so special. And, you know, unfortunately, that's a little bit challenging for some teams to overcome. But, you know, when you have an opportunity to keep a player around like Nick Chubb, I think they will eventually find a way to work him out. I don't know that there's a future for Kareem Hunt here past this year. Uh, if, if he plays really, really well, I certainly think that locks into the fact that he won't be here after this year. If he has just sort of this secondary role that isn't a big deal, then maybe there is some sort of uh, weapon-like contract that they can give him that won't pay him all too much money, but I don't know. It's too, it's too early to tell on Kareem Hunt. Hopefully they just get some good value out of him this year. But I am most drawn to what the third and possibly fourth running backs look like. He kept four in Minnesota last year and used all of them frequently. Um, you know, Mike Boone, Alexander Madison had plenty of carries and yards, um, and, and Stefanski loves to run the football. And I'm not sure people understand how much he loves to run the football. It is uh, it is important to have a, a stable of running backs. So Benny LeMay is of interest to me uh, coming out of Charlotte. Uh, Harriman is going to be a wild card because you didn't, you didn't see a ton of what he can do well. So, um, you know, the preseason will be pretty indicative of what we, you know, we see from these guys. I didn't think Hilliard or Dearness Johnson ran overwhelmingly well in the in the type of wide zone scheme that the Browns even used outside zone quite frequently uh, last year from different alignments and different styles of running it but um, I didn't find myself overly impressed with those guys so I think the window is open for running back three and four and that battle will be of, of really um, compelling interest to me I think not many people that'll be interesting too but to me it will be because you never know when you need those guys so I'll keep my eye on that and um, you know the running back group will be one that we'll talk about plenty coming over the next two or three years as it'll be a hot button topic with how the Browns structure their star and maybe supplanting that star in the draft we'll see over time but thanks for joining me Jared this is a good conversation for a Monday guys hopefully you're enjoying yourselves hopefully you've found a little bit of hope and and um you know, enjoyment in your weekend. Things are tough in the country right now. Just love everybody, man. Just love everyone, regardless of the color of their skin, regardless of what their orientation is and and every aspect of life. There's no reason we can't treat each other well at all times. And uh, that's that's where I sit on it, man. Just treat each other well at all times. I don't care what you look like, where you come from, your beliefs. Uh, you treat me well, I treat you well, and that's how it should be. And uh, hopefully... 
Um, you know, you have found some peace with all of this stuff going on and, and, and we can have productive conversations and move forward as a country. And that's conversation for another day from people far more important than me. You come here for football. So we try to give you that football conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you're checking out our YouTube channel that we will have some content going up this week on Kevin Stefanski's offense. And then also make sure you subscribe to uh, this podcast as you can on Apple, iTunes, or whatever route you prefer to go uh, with your podcast ventures. We appreciate all your support, your reviews, and your following here at the OBR. Thank you guys. Have a great Monday, and go Browns.